him open. It's the Water Boys podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? That was synchronicity. Yeah, we did that really well. We're on the same page. Yes, I've, although technically not. Because look, what yeah, ha- what happened? What happened? I'm not turning my back on those frosty greens. <laughs> I hope not. But every once in a while, you know, I like some cold golds. <laughs> I don't know if you had that dialed up, but that's fucking right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not drinking a lime seltzer tonight. No. I'm drinking a lemon seltzer. Which I don't necessarily like, but will drink in a pinch. I'm really having a, a lemon seltzer renaissance lately. Are you? Yeah, yeah. You've changed. I'm, you know, I've gone so far out with, uh, with the flavors. I tried yeah. the cherry blossom, and yeah. I'm always drinking the mangoes, and I like... Uh, and I said, man, I haven't had just a straight up, regular ass, working man's... <laughs> Blue collar. Yeah. Lemon, <laughs> lemon seltzer. The uh, flavored seltzer of the people. That's right. And I and so I got, a, I got a box and I was like, oh no, damn. Sometimes, you know, the basic stuff is the best. And it's legit hitting you? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. It's to me one of the lessers because I'm, mm. you know, highbrow. Yeah. And uh, I'll drink it in a pinch. But I was recently uh, at Ikea. Mm-hmm. And uh, they I had a, um, a grapefruit one there. Mm-hmm. And uh, only because there was no lime to be found. Sure. And it was I still like grapefruit. It's good. Yeah. Happy to have it. Look, none of the basic fruit flavors are disgusting to me. Yeah. But I think there, there's so many options. Yeah. That... People often, like, why would I have lemon when I can have something more exotic, which is offered? This feels a little wrong. That you're drinking one flavor and it I'm drinking another? It looks wrong. Maybe I'll switch permanently. <laughs> then that's the end. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> How dare you? Maybe I won't buy uh, the lime anymore and you'll have to drink lemon. <laughs> that would be, the thing is, I would. I would. And then I'll suddenly turn the corner and go, you know, lemon. Lemon's got something. No, the, uh, look... Lime seltzer is the drink of music, Raycon. <laughs> yes. It's still the best. Yeah. But see, you never... this here. But this is exactly the thing, because sometimes I have other flavors. And you're always kind of like, oh, okay, we'll have mango this week. And well, mango, I'm good with. I'm good with Something mango. about lemon is, is getting stuck in your crop. Lemon's a little uh, uh, floor polishy for me. Uh, mm, I like it. I, I do get that, that yeah. sometimes... Lemon things remind you of Pledge or yeah, Lysol more exactly. than anything, but you still drink lemonade, don't you? I do, but that's because it tastes like lemonade, mm. not like floor polish. But I don't think this uh, tastes like floor polish at all. I think like it tastes refreshing and bright, and it's uh, not my favorite, mm-hmm. but undervalued, underrated. The first person to email us mm-hmm. about... Our water report. We will tattoo lime mineral water on Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a decision you just made unilaterally without discussing it with nope. me. It's, it's, uh, it's recorded forever. You can't cut it out. Uh, yeah, but I can just refuse to agree with it. There's that. But yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little taken aback that you're. You seem a little offended. You seem upset. I'm. Listen, mm-hmm. we're the water boys, and you know. Lemon if this was like, if, you, if this was a mango, you wouldn't have blinked. I would not. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I'd be like, oh no, Paul. I would have been like, okay, he's giving me a lime. Yeah, I should be like, thanks for giving me the lime. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm why? like, what are you doing drinking lemon? Why is lemon bullied? 
in the in the seltzer world because it's lesser. It's 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 the bass player. <laughs> it's the consigliere. Okay, it's not up there. It's not big and flashy. It's no one's favorite. No, but you still need it. You and you, it deserves it. It, ha- it has its place. It's worthy. I feel like you do need it. You do need it in a pinch. Yeah. But you're not in a pinch. You just got it. Kirk, let me let me just put it this way. Okay. I'm not drinking fucking orange. That's true. Or key lime. Oh, well, that's just... That's swill. That's <laughs> yeah. just hot shit. Yeah. Orange, yeah. to me, is the one that's like, I'll drink it if it's the only option. Yeah. Or if it's just that and key lime. <laughs> if oh, yeah. If it's the only two, the only two I'm yeah. taking orange ten times out of ten. Yeah, I agree. But okay. but let's not treat lemon like it's that. I'll work I'll work on it. I'll work on it. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, lemon. Okay. Sorry, lemon. Well that's the water report. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> this is our seltzer podcast. <laughs> yep. No, let's talk about music because I have a wreck. Okay. Ooh. Paul it's, wreck. It's it's our Kirk's wreck segment, but this time starring me, Paul. Yes. Podcast. Oh. A new podcast. I think there are four or five episodes in mm-hmm. that I started listening to. It's called Frosted Tips. <laughs> I think I know where this is going. It's hosted by Lance Bass. Oh, okay. Of NSYNC. Yeah. And every episode he interviews a different boy band member. God damn it, that's good. Yes. That's fucking good. It's pretty good. Now, it's still new. Mm-hmm. Uh, he co-hosts it with his husband, who is not a boy band. Yeah, just a, he's just like a regular guy. Right, and it's kind of like, who cares? Yeah. It's cute that he's part of it, but he's not a boy bender, so yeah. who cares? Although in five episodes, his husband wasn't there for one, so he brought in Joey Fatone to co-host. Joey Fats coming in. And then also one of the episodes is Joey Fatone is the guest. <laughs> okay. And and Lance's husband isn't there, so it's just the two of them and they're their best friends. So so far the first episode was mostly it's just his his homies from his yeah, generation. Makes sense. So episode one was JC. Yeah. Uh, from NSYNC. That makes sense. Episode two was Jonathan Knight. Okay. From yeah. New Kids on the Block. Yeah. And that was interesting because he and Lance are both gay and talked about what it was like being oh, closeted as That probably is really interesting. Yeah. When they were. And also I forgot, like, because Jonathan is, like, the shy one, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of forgot that. Just as much as the other new kids, he's still just a bro from Boston. Yeah. He has the thickest accent. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a Boston. So he's like, oh, yeah. When I was in the group, it was like, it was wicked hot being closeted, kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kid, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was the one that Joey Fatone co-hosted. So he's just like ribbing both of them. And he's just he's just as obnoxious, but oh, yeah. he's an Italian from Bensonhurst. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lance, who, by the way, has a very deep voice. Yeah. I didn't know what he sounded like. He's from Mississippi, so... Oh, I didn't know that. So he's got, like, a southern accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the three of them talking was very fun. Uh, then then he interviewed AJ from Backstreet Boys. Makes sense. Who was cool and talked about, like, his drug and alcohol yeah. addictions uh, a lot. That was a cool conversation. And then uh, and then Joey Fatone was a guest on... Uh, I am going Boys. to check this out, and I hope they go take a wide swath. Right, because you gotta assume they're gonna go back and get to new edition at eventually, point. and I think they would do it. I think there'd be some guys that did it, like yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I don't fucking care. Yeah, because even if they go through all of NSYNC and all of Backstreet, that's well, there's only ten guys. Yeah, so they've got it exactly. You know, yeah, they'll go a little deeper. The other new kids for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know who they won't get guys from LFO. 
Well, two of them are alive, I think. I thought two were dead. Oh, two are dead? I thought two were dead. I thought it was just one who was dead. I thought it was but you've also got 98 Degrees. Yeah. O-Town. O-Town, yeah. Um, they might go... I bet you he goes real deep and is like, let's interview an Osmond. Like, they've got Donnie in there. I hope so. Yeah. One thing I've learned, because I don't actually know that much about mm. the history of the late 90s wave of boy bands. Yeah. But both... I mean, NSYNC and Backstreet are sort of interchangeable in the sense that they were all these kids in Orlando mm-hmm. who were trying to make it in show business. Lou Pearlman, remember him? Yeah. He's the one who put together Backstreet Boys first mm-hmm. just because he wanted, you know, he saw what happened with new kids. He wanted to get rich yeah. with boy bands. So he put Backstreet together. But because it was all... It was the 90s in America. It was very grunge. It was very gangster rap. Yeah. And after New Kids for a while, nobody wanted anything to do with pop music. Right. So they could not get Backstreet signed for shit. Yeah. But I didn't realize that Backstreet got a record deal in Germany. Yeah, they became big there. And so they got they... huge in Europe because yeah. they loved pop music there. And then Lou Perlman formed NSYNC as a follow-up. And same thing with them. They got big in Germany first. And they they were talking about how, like, yeah, we'd go over there and, like, screaming fans would be chasing our bus. And we'd come home and it was just nothing. No and we, and we were, like, our friends all thought we were lying. Like, no, you don't understand. We're huge. No, and their friends sure were like, whatever. No one's ever heard yeah, of no me. No one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. Uh, and then they said, and then two things happened. The Spice Girls came out mm. and Hanson came out. Oh, right before them. That makes In sense. 96, 97. Yeah. And then that. That opened the floodgates. That open the floodgates for, oh, for the pop music in the late. 90s. That's fascinating. But I didn't know that they had uh, they had made it in uh, Germany first. So I'm learning a lot about the details oh. of of uh, those guys' careers. Thanks to a great title, Frosted Tips. Frosted Tips. Well done. And I like it because I don't. I you know podcasts are too professional now. <laughs> I like podcasts that are just like hangs. You yeah. Know, just like loose conversation. So I like that. These guys like know each other really well, mm-hmm. and it's not as if Lance is interviewing people he doesn't know, and it's that yeah, it's like a formal interview, right? Yeah, they're they've all been buds for thirty years, and so right. it's a very casual conversation, which I like listening to, yeah, rather than a more formal interview. I wonder if he's gonna get Timberlake. He's got to. He's got to. He's got to. He has to. I mean. It probably might be, it'll be a while. It will be a bit, it'll be a big deal too yeah. once they build it up and they'll probably save it for a special app. But JC was, they were talking about some topic on the first episode and JC made a remark where he said something like, oh, this is so funny because I was just talking to Justin about this like three days ago. I was like, okay, well, they all still do chat That's cool. and Justin like talks to JC at least. Yeah. You know? um, and they also like talk a lot of shit, you know? <laughs> That's There's one point where, uh, where, uh, um, Lance was bashing Jive Records. He's like, I don't care. It doesn't even exist anymore. I'll, I'll say what I want to say. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Good for him. Or uh, he likes to ask his guests, like, what is your least favorite song to perform live? And then they talk about, like, which of their own songs oh, they hate. I love that. <laughs> like, that song sucks. <laughs> but the fans love it. So we, so we play it. Yeah, you got to work it. Yeah, so they're very, you know, they're all, like, in yeah. their 40s and 50s now. Yeah, man. And, um... And they're pretty honest with each other because everybody just seems like old friends. So the, yeah. the vibe is fun. That oh, way. I like that. Yeah. All right. I'm checking it out. I'm yeah. Gonna I'm, I'm probably going to cherry pick depending on who the guests are. Same. Going forward. But I'm hoping that we get, you know, 
Ralph Tresvant. Oh, that would be You amazing. know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will be subscribing. I like that. Yeah, Good rack. Good Kirk rec for Paul. Yeah. And that's Kirk's Rex. Now let's do a segment that we did in the pandemic. Yes. Because we needed to do some kind of content mm-hmm. and we couldn't get together. And every once in a while we trot it out. Yeah. Why not? It's our top fives. Top fives. We're each going to read our top five things on a certain topic. And the topic for this top five is songs that everyone hates. But that we unironically love. Yes. Yeah. Which. I think it's going to be easy for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, as a joke, I was like, do I just put all Kenny G? Um, <laughs> but I didn't. I actually did some stuff. Yeah. A couple of you are going to be like, what? And then my number one, you're going to be like, oh, of course. Yeah. I wonder if you're going to surprise me with some or if some are going to be things you've talked about before. There's some that I've talked about. Yeah. But not that I've liked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to start or do you want to Let's close start it? because that's my segue because I just okay. talked about this on our last mini episode. Yeah. My number five on ironically song that I love is um, Deep Blue Something's Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You asked me my opinion. Yes. I asked your opinion, but I didn't say whether I liked it or not. I think we'd talked about it before and I knew that you liked yeah, it. It's, yeah. It's a good song. I don't. My response was you said it was something like, do you like that yeah. song? Or what do you feel about it? And I said, meh. You're pretty indifferent. I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it gets stuck in my head. Yep. But it's not, it doesn't, it's not on my list. You know? It's it's real mediocre for me. It's that mid-90s harmless rock. Yeah. And uh, that that stupid, stupid chorus. Yeah. I that conversational. Stop. Yeah. That doesn't rhyme and it's just awkward. Right. But yet I'm like. But in that, in that contrived, it's the 90s and things are awkward. Yeah. Look how yeah. clever we are. Very, right? yeah, Breakfast clever, at Tiffany's. Yeah. But I'm sure there are a lot of people who their response to that song is like, ugh. Oh, yeah. But I don't. I, You're not one It's of them. not that bad for yeah. me. Yeah. It's a, that's a number five for me. Actually, I just thought of one that I'm going to add to my list. Hey, now. Real spontaneous. Ooh, a little bonus round. Yeah. Honorable mention, I got to call an audible here because one just occurred to oh, me. Oh, I like that. Uh, and I got to decide what I'm kicking out of the list. Okay, I got it. <laughs> uh, but my, I'm going to say my number five, uh, which I also talked about recently and you really hate, and I explained that I love is... Oh... By Crash Test oh, Dummies. Yeah, that song drives me just <laughs> mental in a bad way. Now, as I as I talked about in the past, I owned the album that mm-hmm. it's on. God Shuffled His Feet from 90... Even a worse album title. Three or four. Also, name one of the songs on the album. Um, and it's probably my least favorite song on the album. But just because I appreciate Crash Test Dummies, <laughs> and I don't hate that song... Wow. And people really hate it. And like... Yeah, people... I get it. I can't really defend it. It's so weird to me that it was even a hit. It's... How was that a hit? I don't... Especially when other songs on the album are like poppy and upbeat. And that one is such a dirge. And I don't ever recall another song from them again. No, they had a a hit... They're from Canada and they had a hit or two before that in Canada. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I think in in America it's mostly a one-hit wonder. Yeah. And what a weird... What a weird, <laughs> weird one-hit wonder that is. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not going to try to convince anyone that it's great, but I so, like it. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. Yeah. And Weird Al did a great parody of it. Oh, it? what did he do? It was called Headline News, and every verse in his version was about something 
that happened in the news in 1994. So, like, one verse was about that kid who got caned in Singapore. Oh, yeah. Remember when oh, that happened? Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't remember about cannot that. remember his name. Yeah. I think one of the verses was about, like, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. Okay. Yeah. Oh, very timely. What the other one was. I don't even remember. Oh, oh maybe it was, like, Lorena Bobbitt or something like that. But, um, you know, almost like, certainly. Yeah. Like, that kind of news, like, yeah. tabloid news that was national news yeah. in the mid 90s. Good on you, weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Weird. Okay, what's your number four? Okay. My number four, I don't think you know that I like this. And there's a, I unironically fucking love it. And it mm. brings me a little bit of shame. <laughs> there's no guilty pleasures. Okay, are you going to say that when I say it's rolling by Limp Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> I think that came up before. I yeah. think I think I was dogging on Limp Bizkit once, and you maybe kind of murmured like, "I kind of like Rogue." Yeah, <laughs> every other song is garbage. At least it's not break stuff. Break That's stuff is garbage. Yeah. The other uh, Nookie is fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. But rolling, 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 rolling. I'll, I'll give it to you that if, right here. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb, but I love it. If I had to pick one. If I get to hell and Beelzebub is like, here's the deal for your personal hell. Yeah. Is you have to listen to one Limp Bizkit song on repeat for the rest of eternity. But because you weren't like the worst kind of piece of shit. <laughs> you get to choose. You get to pick. Yeah. I'd probably pick Roland. I mean, if I did, I'd be like, are we in heaven? Because <laughs> I'm listening to Roland by Limp Bizkit. It's just a good hype song. I do, like It gets me going. In fact, I think I had it on a playlist years ago. And then when I got uh, Spotify on my phone, I've yet to put it on like a jog mix or anything. Yeah. Just because a little bit of shame. I'd have to listen to it again with, with fresh ears. I, I'm yeah. remembering it, but I haven't heard it in a long time. It's, see how much I can appreciate it's it. Their less, it's one of their lesser obnoxious songs, but it's still... In it's my, still in my, somewhere in my brain, I feel like there's another one I might tolerate. Yeah. I do remember their first big hit was a cover of Faith. Yeah, and I hated that. I didn't hate it just because Faith is a good song and it's like a shitty version of hate, yeah. Faith. But because that was their first hit and we didn't really know them yet. Yeah. And it was sort of this novelty kind of hard yeah. rock cover of Faith. I was fine with it. I figured it would be a one hit wonder, you know, kind yeah. of like when Alien Ant Farm did Smooth Criminal. It's a great song. Right, but it was just they had that, and, and, was uh, it. and, and, it, and that was it. Yeah. Whereas if they had if they had become the biggest band in the world with their actual songs, the way that Limp Bizkit did, yeah, you we'd be talking shit about Alien Ant for the rest of our lives, hundred percent. But instead, we're sentimental about their fun cover. Yeah, of, that's what it would be like it if would. they had just done Faith, and then that was it. Yeah, you'd be like, like remember when they did band, Faith? Limp Bizkit? It was pretty fun. Yeah. So I can't hate on that too much. Okay, but uh, I'll have to check out Roland. Again. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay, number four. I remember I have a specific memory of being shamed for liking this song when I was in high school or maybe even junior high. And I remember very vividly sitting on the front stoop in front of my house after school one day, drinking a root beer <laughs> and listening to this song and my brother hearing it and being like, why are you listening to that fucking song? That is the worst song in the world. And me being like, I like it. It's good. I didn't know it was bad. Mm -hmm. But it definitely has a reputation like people hate this song. And it's What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Probably my number one most hated hey, song. Hated song. <laughs> Might be my number. I've like used it in plays where I've ragged on it. Yeah. I hate that song. I liked it when I was a kid and I still kind of like it. Oh, wow. And it's come up before and you've talked about how much you hate it. I said, yeah. you need to see the drag queen Monistat. Yes, you mentioned. Do her lip sync performance to it in West Hollywood. And maybe you can appreciate it. But. Now... Do you like the both versions? Because there's the original version, and then there's like a dance version. I've um maybe I've heard the dance. Version. Okay, it's not that. I mean, I'm thinking of the original. You're thinking of the original yeah. slow dirge. Shoot myself, it's so bad. Yeah, I dis I dislike Linda Perry for writing a lot of annoying pop songs. Yeah, uh, later she became a huge huge writer for acts like Christina Aguilera and. Yeah. When Liz Fair came out with that like pop album in yep. the 2000s, Linda Perry wrote that song "Why Can't I." I like that song. Uh, yeah, of course you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can like that song and I'll hold it down for uh, for what's, what's up. up. Oh, boy. Woof. Woof. I even like the fact that they titled the song What's Up, even though the, the chorus goes What's, what's going, going On? on? Because they were like, well, we can't, we can't disrespect Marvin Gaye. No, I give them props for that. Yeah. But that's the only props I'll give them. Yeah. Besides uh, the Liz Fair song. Um, okay, number three, you don't know that I like this song mm-hmm. because I've never mentioned it. Many people hate it. Mm-hmm. Many people hate her, and I can understand, but I like this song. Uh, London Bridge by Fergie. <laughs> I mean... It's like the poor man's holla background. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I totally understand... Yeah. You know, there's the whole argument that Fergie ruined the Black Eyed Peas. It's not necessarily true. And that's unfair to Fergie. Yeah, it's unfair to her. They got ruined when she joined the band, but not because of that. Exactly. Because Will I Am and the rest of the band decided, hey, let's sell out real hard. Yes, Will I Am yeah. basically is the reason why. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when I hear that, oh shit, oh shit, and then London Fair, I'm like, I'm here for it. I don't hate it that bad. I'm yeah. never going to seek it out. I, I think Fergie kind of is ridiculous. I mean, I, I remember. Like, I remember when BEP was a new group because my my older brother went to go see the Smoking Grooves tour. Oh, that's like a good lineup. 98 or 99 yeah. or something like that. And he was like, there was this really cool group. They were like yeah. kind of like a they were indie. West style. They were on KCRW yeah. only. Yeah, they were three yeah. dudes doing like kind of consciousness yeah. rap. And it's good. It's a lot great. of their early singles, it's good. The first two albums are killers. 90s consciousness rap. And then in 2003, yeah. 20 years ago, they put out Ella Funk. Yeah. Uh, they added Fergie, the girl yeah. from Kids Incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Spe- speaking of uh, those Orlando kids from the 90s. Right. They added her to the group and she was hot. Yeah. And then they, they just put out, they were like, we're just going to make big pop hits. Yeah. And they did. Hey Mama. Hey Mama, let's uh, get it started. Yeah, that was a different album, I think. Yeah. What was oh, the other one on Ella Funk? It was Where's uh, the Love? Maybe it was that one. Yeah. Which is yeah. not great. No, no, no. Uh I'm a B, which I like I liked I'm a B. That was later. Yeah. But I mean But it wasn't her choice. No. Adding her to the group was part of that plan. Yes. But it wasn't her plan. Exactly. So you can't blame her. Exactly. And you can't blame her for London Bridge because I'm here. (laughs) I'm here for that solo joint. I have I'm fine with Fergie. I really don't like Will I (laughs) I can understand that. Yeah. I can appreciate that. I love Apple D app. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) You've you've said on pod that you ride hard for Apple D app. Apple D app. And I applaud you for that. (laughs) And then the other guy whose name I can't remember. I can't remember his name either. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, I don't know what their current status is. I know Fergie's not in the group anymore. No, Did I they think, fully break up? Or I is think, it back to the three of them? I don't... Th- I think they either... I think they broke up and just count their money. Yeah. You know? Sure. Why not? I feel like we don't hear from Will I Am that much anymore. There was a time where he was... Everywhere. Yeah, he was doing the Super Bowl. And yeah. he was, and it was just like, who likes this guy? Yeah, I think he just retired. That's fine. Yeah. Good for you. I don't wish harm on him. Not at all. I'm glad that he's taken a step back in the zeitgeist. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, all right, next one. These are all going to be like 90s pop hits yeah. uh, that people hate, but I was a kid, so I like them. A little band called The Spin Doctors. Two princes. Which one? Two Great princes. song. Great song. Yeah. Oh, you, did you think I was going to say Little Miss Can't Be Wrong? Yeah, which I don't like. I don't hate it, but it's not as good yeah. as Two Princes. Two Princes yeah. is a good song from a dirty, hippie 90s <laughs> I feel like, well, I think, Chris, the lead guy was sort of a dirty looking yeah. neo hippie I don't think the whole band was like that I don't think so um, I feel like people hate on that song I'm like what's to hate about it what is to hate it's about great it it's hook. just a straight ahead yep. hooky pop song great song great ho- great drums on yeah. it yeah I I always liked it as a kid I've never hesitated to be like yeah no that's a great song I, I get that it's like it's not it's uncool it's a little uncool. it's a right? little it's a little hooting the blowfishy because it's around that I guess venue. it's not it's not even as corny or cheesy to me as Hootie. I don't Lounge. think so either. I just but think it's it got warm. It got lumped into it. Yeah. I do like that song. That's a good hooky song. Yeah. I guess it's maybe just too middle of the road for people. It's very milk It's toast. something that your mom would have liked so you couldn't also like it's it. It's that milk song toast. that, yeah, like your mom's like, God, this is a fun song. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, mom. <laughs> so it just kind of lacks an edge, I would say. Yeah. But I... I defend it un- with, without hesitation. I'm here for Just it. A good pop song. I'm here for it. Yeah. Similarly, mm-hmm. speaking of No Edge. Yeah. Is this your... Two. Oh, this is your number two. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Phil Collins' Susudio. I almost put that on my list, except I realize it's not so much that I like it so much. Uh, personally, but I do. I just wanted to defend it because people hate on it, and I'm like, that's the one Phil Collins song I do like. I love a lot of Phil Collins. Yeah, with Genesis and without, he has many worse songs than that. Yeah, many. Another day in paradise. That's on shit. Yeah, tons of crap. So Studio is great, and I remember hearing it maybe like six months ago, probably at a Target. And I was like, God damn, this is good. Yeah, it's so good. I, just like Two Princes, like, I really don't... Like, look, like I said with Crash Just Dummies, if someone wants to... If, if it's someone's... They think it's the worst song ever recorded, I can't really argue with them. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah. I like it. I completely get why other people hate it. Yeah. Why Two Princes and why Susudio? Yeah. Especially if you like other Phil Collins stuff. Like, why that one? Yeah, why is that one the, the swing and a miss? Yeah. It's a great pop song with a great hook. Yeah. I think it's because people are like, what's the studio? Which I still don't know what the studio is. And I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. Don't tell me. Yeah. Just say the word. Isn't the, is it's it, the studio. Is it a word? Is it the girl's name? I thought it was the girl's name. Yeah. But who knows? Like, hang on, Sloopy. What kind <laughs> of name Sloopy? I don't know. Who Doesn't cares? matter. It's a good Doesn't song. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. So studio, good song. Good, good upbeat yeah. tempo song. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. number two. All right. My number two. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. Mm. It's kind of a one hit wonder as far as I know. And I think the band otherwise is a hair metal band. But okay. Mr. Big had a big hit with 
to be with you. That sucks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and you can't look. You can't love more than words by a stream <laughs> and talk shit about to be I with can, you. I can because Pink. more than words is a romantic song about love. So is to be with. To you. be with you is a no. Oh, I hate that song. I sure see them there. They're like clapping with yeah. it. Yeah, I hear you. It's still not oh, as bad as campfirey. That's why, because that's why, and it's something you can say hate the it. campfire. Still not as bad as uh, "What's Up," but I hate it. There are terrible ballads from hair metal bands like "I Hate Every Rose Has Its Thorn." I would take over "Every Rose Has Its Thorns" over over to be with. Really? Yeah, I would. Really, Mr. Biggs, to be with you is. I've always been a sucker for that song. And what was the super group? What were they comprised of? What super group? Was Mr. Big a super group? I don't think so. Look, I don't know anything about them. I've got to look that up. Because I thought Mr. Big was an actual, like, metal super group. I, think, I might be thinking of another band. I think in a long ago episode, probably the hair metal episode, we might have watched the video and talked about Mr. Big. And I'll bet we had this exact same conversation and neither of us remember what we Here learned. we go. Mr. Big mm-hmm. is an American rock band. The band was originally composed of Eric Martin... Paul Gilbert, Billy Sheen, and Pat Torpy. Mm-hmm. So, although primarily a hard rock band, they are also known for softer songs. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a different band. That are you was. thinking of Damn Yankees? That's what it was. Is oh. Damn Yankees, the supergroup. Yes, Damn Yankees is uh, is Tommy. What's his name from Sticks? Yeah, Tommy Shaw. Yes, and Ted Nugent. Okay, so they're and, like worse. some other guys. They're worse than Mr. Big. Yeah, but no, Damn Yankees. What was their song? Who cares? Where the, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Doesn't That's, matter. Nobody needs to remember. I will take Damn Mr. Yankees. Big over. Oh, you were thinking Damn. I was talking about Damn Yankees? No, no. I just confi- oh. I thought that that Mr. Big was yeah. a super group. You do know. I mean, to be with you is just a great. It's 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 right up there for me with more than words. Wow. They're two halves of the same, two sides <laughs> of the same coin. Ugh. Yeah. No way. Uh, like dumb hard rock bands from the early 90s with a big softy acoustic hit. I don't even know what their other songs were. I guess w- it Wikipedia matter. named another one of their hits and I didn't didn't recognize it. Didn't recognize it and you're like, you know what, I don't even care. Yeah, I think it's one of those situations where technically they're a two-hit wonder because the yep. second hit like went to number 19 or yep. something, but no one remembers no it. No one cares. They yeah. just care about that one song, Yeah, especially Paul. It's a good one. All right, my number one, I feel we've talked about so much that I might not be able to talk about it anymore. Yeah. It's Pumps and a Bump by Hammer. <laughs> Pumps and a Bump is... Do people hate that song? I just thought they don't remember it. hate that song because it was that definitive, like, what is he doing? Yeah. What is Hammer doing? This is bad, him doing gangster rap. It's... it's I, I'm kind of on your side. It's an unfair assessment. They only are hating on it because it's Hammer. Yes. If they were hearing the song without knowing who it was or what the context of it was. Yes. No one would say this is worse than too legit to quit. Yeah. Like it's it's it, on its own merits. It's not great, but it's good. I'm going to go ahead and say it's, it's probably great. one of his top four songs. Sure. Because I mean, <laughs> you're like, I, you, you can't ones. touch this is great and it's got the great Rick yeah, James sample. You can't touch but. this. Uh, let's get it started. 
um, turn this mother out. Adam's family groove. That sounds terrible. <laughs> and then uh, pumps and a bump. Pumps and a bump is a fucking banger. It's not as good as his cover of Have You Seen Her, but it's, but that's it's, terrible. And praise. <laughs> he's got a lot of several songs. We pray got to pray just to, to make, make it, it today. today. Yeah. Uh, Proselytizing to me on your hip hop album <laughs> by stealing Prince. Yeah. But pumps and a bump to me. Even when I first heard, it, I was like, "This is fucking great." And yeah. even to this day, still on it. <laughs> Still, no, we watched it. We watched it on a past episode of the show, and yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. People hate on it. It was just like, ridiculous because it was hammer chasing. Yes, friends. and it basically it kind of ruined it. Yeah. Okay, my number one is the Audible that I thought of right at the top. Oh, okay. And I realized now this really has to go at number one. Um, and you could really go either way on this. Oh, one. I'm excited. Really curious because okay. you're going to say, oh, I forgot about that. It's actually worse than Four Non Blondes. I'm going to close my eyes. Or you're going to say, oh, no, I love that song. And it's by a band called Sixpence None the Richer. And it's Kiss Me. Oh, it's a great song. Great song. Great song. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. People hate that song? I'm sure that they do. Because it's that. It's, this is for like girls who watch Dawson's Creek. Yeah. In 1999. Love this song. It's a great song. It's very pretty. Yeah. It's actually got a real... The thing I notice about it every time I listen to it is it's got a kick-ass bass line. Oh, I should listen then. I yeah. should re-re-listen. Yeah. That song is and it's great. By, and it's by a, like a Christian band, so... Were they Christian? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what? I'm a fucking sucker for that yeah, song. I'm a sucker for I that love song. love that song. Here's why I, they are played ad nauseum now mm-hmm. is because they're played at basketball games. What? For the KISS cam. Oh. Every basketball game probably third it's the end oh it's and I'm not joking. It's basically the end of the third quarter going into the fourth. It's time for the Kiss Me Cam. Yeah, yeah. And they just show people and, and they they're gonna song. kiss. That's a great song for yeah, it. They do it for every state, not just not just any team. Oh just the whole teams. NBA. Whole NBA does it. Do they get paid every time the NBA does that? I'm sure they get paid. Yeah. I'm sure not as much as if it was like on a TV show or something. Right. But they have to pay for its use. I I think it was used as the theme song to some TV show. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Paula Cole song that was the theme for Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I love that. But it's that kind of music. And it was very much like I was a high school junior or senior when it came out. And inside I was like, I love this song. And no one can ever know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this I'm is a my secret cool to guy. myself. I'm 17 years old. I was like, this is my dark secret. No one can know how much I love Kiss Me by Sixpence. I will die. Yeah. I will go to the grave with this information unless they come up with <laughs> a thing called podcast. This is the uncoolest thing about me. <laughs> Great song. No, here yeah. for it. Yeah. Here for it. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, I don't care. I'll fight you. Yeah, if you come at if me. you don't like Sixpence, Not the Richard. I'll knife you. Yeah. What, can you say what you replaced? Uh yeah, I will. Okay. Wonderful Christmas time. Which we talked about recently and oh, it's seasonal yeah. so, by Paul McCartney. I forgot that people hate that. I never understood it, that. People either. hate that and it's ridiculous. I'm glad you flipped it. I do want to talk about an honorable mention as well. Okay. Because years ago, fifteen or twenty years ago, there was a, a you know how VH1 used to do their listicles mm-hmm. shows before yeah. we had listicles, yeah. like I love the eighties and stuff. And they did, in collaboration with Blender Magazine, the 50 worst songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And the song that they picked for number one, when, whenever, like any Reddit thread that's like, what's the worst song of all time? Or any list of the worst songs of all time will have this at number one. 
And I think it just entered the zeitgeist from this old VH1 mm-hmm. list where everyone just decided like, oh yeah, that's the worst song of all time. And it's not great. But the fact that it's constantly named the worst is absurd to me. It's not that bad. And it's We Built This City by Starship. Or it's that bad. It's not that bad. How can that be the worst song of all time on every list like that? On everyone's lips? <sighs> okay. I listened to it. I gave it fresh ears. I'm like, this sucks, but it's... it's. N- I don't even think it belongs in the 50 worst, let alone... It belongs worst. in the 50 worst. It's... I'll tell you this. It's better than What's Up. Look, well, What's Up was in the top 10 somewhere. Okay. If they had put What's Up at number one, I'd be like, I like it, but okay, I yeah. agree. <laughs> we built this city Why? pretty bad. It was it's bad pre- when it came out. It's pretty bad. Well, I loved it as a kid. So oh I'm going to admit God. there's some nostalgia. Yeah. Somehow we got like the 12-inch single of it. And when <laughs> I was four years old, I played the shit out of it. That's so funny. Um, But, I, you know, I listened to it this week in anticipation of this. And I'm like, yeah, this sucks. But the worst, like some 20-year-old who is telling me that's the worst song of all time. I'm like... It's not as bad. It's bad. It's top 10. It's not as bad as like, who let the dogs out? Not even close. Yeah, that song's shit too. And I think it's just one of those things where it's kind of become, it's worked its way into the fabric that like, that's the answer. So people just parrot it. Yeah. Because at the time I was like, oh, I forgot about that song and oof, yeah, I forgot how much it sucks. But now after 20 years of just dunking on it as the worst song of all time, I'm like, whatever, it's easy to ignore. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, I'd give it top ten. I really, top would 10 you percent. really rather listen to uh, Four Non Blondes or Crash Test Dummies than no, that? No, <laughs> I'd rather listen to We Built This City. Yeah, so that's why it's maybe it's number ten. It's stupid. It's yeah. so dumb, but it's not that offensive to me. And I think it gets it's unfairly maligned. At this. I can it's see the that. Dane Cook of bad songs. <laughs> like, yes, it does suck. But you hated on it too much. Yeah. And it doesn't deserve that much hate. And now I feel obligated to defend it. I understand that. I can support you on that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all. I just wanted to say it's not it's not on my list of songs that I love that everyone hates. Not by a long shot. You just don't want all the but hate it's on over hated on. I could see that. Come on. I would agree. Let's stop where everyone's ganging up on uh It's we too easy. City. It's too easy now. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Use your own brain. Yeah, come on, be original. <laughs> okay, that All was right. a lot of preamble. It's time for the main event. Ooh. Let's get to the music trivia quiz. This is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other trivia questions from the music themed expansion to the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all of the questions are about music from before 1985, except our new additional question from a trivia game of 90s music. Yes. I have a one-game winning streak after we tied last time. thought I had the one-game winning streak. No, you said that last time, too. You won, and then I beat you, and then we tied. Wait, wasn't this a push? You have a one-game winning streak? Yes. Play the tape back! No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I won two minis ago. Yes. And the last and time won- we tied. Okay. Yes. So you were on a one... G- oh, that's right. Yes, Last I week have we one tied, win. you have one win. Yes. That's right. Yeah, don't try and cheat me out. <laughs> You're like, I need this. Uh, but that means uh, I'm asking you first. Yes, so I will pick... Choose your card. That's right. It was a push. That one right there. All right. Okay. I had this, this uh, the 90s cards open that whole time. I would have believed that you didn't look I at did it not. and cheat. 
cover notes is the first category. What's the title of all four albums Peter Gabriel released between 77 and 82? Uh, is it... Peter Gabriel. Yeah. 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 Like, in my head, I was like, wait. this one away, man. In my head, I was like, wait, was it one, two, three, four? I was like, no, no. that wasn't it. Yeah. Uh, your mother should know. This is the first half of the 20th century. What sheepish refrain follows, quote, we're poor little lambs who have lost our way? Please read that one more time. Yes. What sheepish refrain follows, quote, we're poor little lambs who have lost our way. Ba ba black sheep. Incorrect. I don't know. Ba ba ba. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 1950s. What Canadian singer needed an escort of paratroopers to the theater on a North African tour? 1950s. What Canadian singer needed an escort of paratroopers to the theater on a North African tour? Paul Anka? Correct. That was just a guess. That was a fucking guess. I didn't know he was Canadian. I had an idea. And you know how I I didn't know? know he was around in the 50s either. I think it's because I just realized recently that I think Jason Bateman is married to his daughter. Yeah, something like that. So that's, I think, how I knew something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've got two out of three so All far. All right. Oof. 1960s. What fast-talking New York City DJ was born Murray Kaufman? What fast-talking New York City DJ was born Murray Kaufman? Wolfman Jack. Good guess, but wrong. Murray the K. Oh, I don't even know who that is. I've heard, I've heard that, okay. but I don't, I don't know. Uh, after the Beatles, what's the English translation of the Latin rock band Malo? M-A-L-O. Life. Come on, man. You know that little Spanish? No, I took French. Bad. Oh, didn't know. Yeah. Mal, bad, French, should have known. Anything goes is the category. The question is, what year did the 45 RPM disc start spinning? And you get multiple choice for this. 1929, 39, or 49? 49. Correct. I'm basing it on my mom. And that's par for you. That's par with one more. But you've got one more. All right. So you've got three so far, which is... Tough to beat, and Tough you get another one. All right. These 90s have been harder than... Yeah, you know, we've both whiffed. I, was, I, was really I, like, I can't believe I got that chilly question yeah, when bitter, I was so close. Bitter. <clears throat> okay. Ooh, this is an interesting one. All right. Which band had a hit with The Fly in 1992? <laughs> wow. Remember when we were like... Hey, we don't need multiple choice. Yeah. No, like mm. if I gave you the multiple choice, it would be a I'm real giveaway. Okay. Yeah. Who? Okay. Say it one more time. Yeah. Which band had a hit with The Fly in 1992? With The Fly. I'm not going to get this. I'm just going to. 1992. 92. The Fly. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Motorhead? <laughs> no. I believe it's on the album Octung Baby. Oh, you two remember? there's a song called The Spider on that? The Fly. 
Oh, the fly? Yeah, remember how uh, oh, was that was, character yeah. that Bono did where he oh. put on the glasses and he's like, I'm the fly. Yeah. Yuck. Shut up, Bono. Big yuck. Big yuck. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry that you had to answer that question. <laughs> but I thought you might I thought you might remember, but it, I forgot that yeah. whole fly thing. And I like Octone yeah. Baby. I don't have a problem with it. But yeah. No, I like Mysterious Ways. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, I don't like one, but it's a I huge hit. And then, but then the fly came. I think it's on Octone Baby. I forgot about the one. Because, yeah. well, that's 92. That's Octone Baby. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All so right. three out three of seven. Three not bad. Uh, I do have my work cut out for me. Yeah. Who knows? Anything I'm going goes. With it. Yeah, this boy. That here boy. we go. That's my, that's my card. This is the one. All right, here we go. I need four to win, three for another time. <laughs> Cover notes. Which magazine hit the newsstands first, Crawdaddy, Cream, or Rolling Stone? Well, it's not Cream. I don't know when Crawdaddy came out. Shit. Shit. I'm going to say Crawdaddy. Correct. All right. All right. right. On the board. Mom, what's the first song in Porgy and Bess? I Loves You, Porgy. Summertime. I named the only song (laughs) from Porgy and Bess I know. Uh. 50s. What song chronicling what song chronicling 24 little hours was a 59 hit for Diana Washington? Oh. 24 little hours. Um Shit, I know this. <clears throat> What's it called? Um What a difference a day makes. Correct. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well done. I would never have gotten that. Are you already at two? Ooh, this could be it. 60s. What's the purpose of a man in Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders, the game of love? What's, <laughs> quote, the yeah. purpose of a man in Wayne Fontana's and the Mindbenders, the game of love? I'm just going to take a wild guess. To love a woman? You are correct. All right. You also have it exactly right. Yeah. All right, it's tied. Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. You got cover notes. You got 50s. You got 60s. You're on a tear. All right. After Beatles, what cut short Lowell George's solo career on June 29th, 79, two weeks after Little Feet broke up? Oh, what? Can you read it again? What cut short Lowell George's solo career on June 29th, 1979, Two weeks after Little Feet broke up. I'm, I can only guess, and this is dark, but I feel like Trivial Pursuit would do this. His death is my guess. Correct. <laughs> you won. Everything else is Expo Mission. Bro. All right. This is a hot card for two you, games. man. It's two games. Oof. It's about time for me. Hot card. Okay, anything goes. Yeah. And then we'll do the 90s for Expo Mission. Yeah. What French Impressionist, what French impressionist likened his nocturnes to quote a study in gray in painting. I don't even know what that means. Nocturnes is italicized. Yeah. What French impressionist impressionist likened his nocturnes to quote a study in gray painting. I didn't even realize musicians could be impressionists. I thought that was painters only. Same. Le Petamain. Debussy. Okay. That's uh it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, let's get the nineties. I want to get this right. Even though I don't need it, I'm embarrassing myself with these. God fucking shit. In which year did Nirvana release Smells Like Teen Spirit? 1991. Correct. Yeah. 
Fuck that card. All the others. <laughs> I feel Bravo. like, you know what, though? I feel like a lot of people would say 92. Because mm. Nevermind came out in September and it didn't really. Yeah. 92 was like the year of grunge exploding. Yeah. And I feel like people who aren't as nerdy about the facts as we are might get that wrong. That was an easy one, but you had such a great run. I can't, I can't get it. You know what I liked about it? It was, it was all guesses. It was also like, you also guessed. There wasn't like, ah, oh, the wording's a little off. The yeah. wording was exact. Yeah. So that was well done. I feel good about it. I feel good about it. But no candy. No candies. Next time I'm eligible. Yes. If I win next time, I get candy. It's big, big week. I'm very excited. The next two weeks cannot go by fast <laughs> enough. I need to get that remote control from Click. <laughs> yep. Gotta get it. Just skip it. Skip it. Yeah. I could just go to the store and buy a candy. No, but that's, no. That's, that's not how it works. That's, that's terrible. No, that's, that's terrible. the wrong way to do it. But that's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.